Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another brand new episode of the Nothing Important Podcast. I am your host, Matt motherfucking Reyes. Today is a very important date. Today is an extremely important date. September 11th. September 11th attacks commonly known as 9-11 were four coordinated suicide terrorist attacks carried out by the militant Islamic extremist network Al-Qaeda. In very low volume, I'm going to explain that uh, that was actually George Bush. Now, I'm not going to talk about that. I'm not going to talk about that. Against the United States on the morning of Tuesday, September 11, 2019, terrorists hijacked four commercial airliners scheduled to travel from the northeastern United States to California. The hijackers crashed the first two planes into the Twin Towers of the World Trade Center in New York City. The third plane crashed into the Pentagon, and the fourth plane was intended to hit the federal government building in Washington, D.C., but that crashed in a field following a passenger revolt. The attacks killed nearly 3,000 people. This is making that this these events collectively the deadliest act of terrorism in human history. And it also instigated a global war on terror slash I want your oil. Um, I'm not going to make jokes about September 11th. I'm not going to fucking make jokes about September 11th. A lot of people died. It, you know, Pete Davidson's dad. Uh, <laughs> Kanye is probably living it up today. You know what I'm saying? Um, no, it's a very serious date, right? What I thought I would do is I'm not going to get political here. I'm not going to talk about what really happened. You know, I'm not going to get conspiratorial. This is not going to be a TikTok video where you hear the creepy music in the back and there's no validity in the facts that I'm fucking saying, but the creepy music tells you that this is real. That's not what we're going to do. We're not going to present a boogeyman here. I'm going to be nostalgic. I'm going to, I'm going to ask you a question and then I'll answer the question. Where were you? Where were you on September 11th, 2001? I was in New York City. I'm from New York. I was in the third grade. And um, I remember this day vividly. You know, I, it makes me reflect and wonder how traumatized I was from the events. I didn't know anybody that died, fortunately for myself. I did not know anybody that died in these attacks. Um, I knew a couple people that were in the neighborhood that day, you know, that were, that were uh, in, in the lower Manhattan area where the World Trade Center um, was and where the, the Freedom Tower now is. And um, so I heard some stories from them, but I was in school in Harlem, in public school, elementary school. And um, it was a strange day. I remember we went in to class and um, the teachers kept on leaving the classroom. They would like send an attendant in to come and wait with the students. And they had us doing like, you know, silly stuff. It was the beginning of the year, the beginning of the school year. So it wasn't like, you know, we were deeply into academia. And I'm also from fucking, you know, Harlem. And I went to school in the project. So it wasn't like the curriculum was fucking great. Anyway, but this day in particular just had a little bit less structure. And I just remember being observant. Even at that age, I was in third grade. So I was like eight, nine years old. And just paying attention to, oh, this, this is odd. This is fucking odd. And um, the red flags just started mounting up. I went to go use the restroom. And when I went to go use the restroom... Um, I left my classroom and walked straight down the hall. And I never forget, I passed an empty classroom and a, a group of teachers and there was a janitor in there and they all had a TV, a television that was plugged in 
Um, and it was like on a cart with wheels and it was watching the news. And now I can put two and two together and see what they were looking at. They were looking at, you know, what must have been fucking horrifying, psychologically horrifying for an adult at that time to think that people are flying planes into buildings. I can't imagine. I was just a kid. And I go and I go to the bathroom and um, I jerk off. I was eight or nine years old, but I still had to jerk off. No, Um, I go into the bathroom. I take a piss or shit, whatever the fuck I did. Go back to class and then uh, over the loudspeaker, I heard the, the, the dean start reading off students' names. Report to the, to the main office. Report to the main office. And so I asked my teacher, I'm like, oh, what's going on? She's like, oh, people are get, people's parents are coming to pick their kids up. People's parents are coming right now to pick their children up. I'm like, oh, that's odd. Right? Two kids, three kids, four kids, five kids. The class starts getting lower and lower. And um, just because of the type of childhood I had, the neglect that was involved in my household, I was like, there's no fucking way. There is no fucking way that my mother is coming to pick me up early. It was an impossibility in my mind. And then she did. You know, they said Matthew Reyes reports in the main office. And I was confused. I was like, what the fuck is going on? You know, once again, I was young. You're not very conscious at that age. But I was aware enough to say to myself, something's going on. You know, my mom is not fucking picking me up from school if it's not when she has to. You know what I mean? So I go down there, meet up with my mother and, and my mother and my stepfather were there. And, um, you know, I asked my mom and, you know, my, my mother was very direct with me. I was like, what's going on? She was like, uh, somebody flew planes into a building. You know? <laughs> well, you say something like that to a fucking eight. That sounds like something an eight or nine year old would tell an adult. You know, it doesn't sound like the vice versa. It sounds like an eight and nine year old would be like, hey, Jimmy, what are you doing in that bedroom there? I'm flying planes into the building. It doesn't sound like something logical that an adult would say, let alone tell a child. But that's how she told me. You know, that was a lot of my childhood. It was just straight up information. And um, I always remember after that, we we went uh, back to the apartment. But there was this thing that, you know, before the Internet was in everybody's fucking hand. And before uh, computers took over our lives and we, you know, we expressed ourselves through social media, there was a different energy in the streets when things happened. You know, I, I can call back to when New York City had, you know, day long or two day long blackouts where the, elect- the electrical grid for the entire city of New York went out and you would see everybody come out of their apartments and come into the streets before the, you know, the sunset and people would be walking in, in large masses and it was like this visually jarring thing. I even remember as a child these things or when we would have festivals, just how many people would come together in these festivals that would go down. You know, I, I grew up on Third Avenue. It would be thousands and thousands of people. And it was just such a different energy before techno- technology kind of consumed us all. And we had our, our heads down walking around in our phones. And this is one of those times, you know, because we went back upstairs mo- for like a moment and then came downstairs and it's like the whole community just gathered around and started talking. You know, speculating about what was happening, and Pete, that that's when probably like an hour or two after being in the neighborhood, you know, we walked back from school, went upstairs, went back downstairs. Everybody's talking. An hour or two passes, and that's when um, people, kids, or adults who worked in that area, or went to middle school, high school in that area, or, or possibly like university, college, not university, but you know, um, college. In that in that area started coming back, and you saw people come back to the to the hood with ashes covered in ashes. 
you know? And I, I remember that. These are all like very visually drawing things to me. And I think about that, man. I think about like, you know, where were you when this was happening? Were you up close to this? What was your experience, you know? It is something that is burned into the psyche. If you were a New Yorker and you were there, it's burned into your psyche. Um, and it, I, I think it changed us all. I really do. Um, the, the most graphic thing that I experienced throughout this, this entirety, and it's not like, you know, the trauma that it inflicted on me just from visually seeing these images and stuff like that is of any comparison to the magnitude of the lives that were changed, the families that lost loved ones, the people who lost their lives. You know, the, the people who lost their businesses, the people who lost so much, um, it, it radically changed those people's lives and they were definitely the victims. But for the people who were the spectators, like myself as a child, I, I can remember the, the next day and the weeks following um, the newspapers. And you saw these images um, where these photographers captured people jumping out of windows and bodies on fire falling through the sky. And I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that I was just a kid and it was um, it was shocking. And I, I don't even think at the time I could have the emotional maturity to like digest what I was actually witnessing. You know, that concept, I just remember being curious about that concept. I'm like, so they wanted to evade fire so much so that they would like willingly kill themselves. And, you know, it, it was shocking to me. I was, I was trying to wrap my head around that concept at eight or nine years old, you know? And um, yeah, I, I remember I remember that date very clearly. Um, not to end on such a negative note, folks, but that's just the personal experience I had on 9-11. Um, the question was posed to you, not in a sense to reflect on negativity. It is important sometimes to reflect on things when they are tough memories in honor of the people who were lost. This was a horrible fucking day. I know that if you get on Reddit, if you get on fucking TikTok, there's going to be a billion different fucking opinions about what actually happened. Was this a money play? Was George Bush the guy that orchestrated this? Why did we fund the people who were found to be the terrorists? To, you know, all this shit. But none of that has to do with the fact that we should be reflecting on the lives that were lost. That should be of the utmost value and the utmost focus. You know, focusing on those other things, we all know the world is fucked up. You know, we should always shift focus when we're thinking about this day, when we're thinking about September 11, 2001, to the people who lost their lives, to the survivors, the people who went and tried to help and passed away years later from, from lung cancer, from inhalation, um, because of all the debris and, and wreckage. Um, and all all the families that were survived by these victims. Um, yeah, that, that's where the focus should be. That has been the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time.